Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The Blue Jays are hitting the road to take on the Yankees in New York in a four-game series. Alec Manoa... We'll get the start for Toronto. But I'm following on Twitter. I see everybody's excited. And I'll tell you what struck me was Toronto's Pearson Airport on Saturday. There was Blue Jay gear as far as the eye could see. And I thought people are coming from all across the country just for the home opener. Do not get the sense that we're, we're back. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, yeah, we're back, baby. Are we ever back? We're back in the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center in beautiful Calgary, Alberta. And we'll be situated here for the next two weeks before heading back over to the casino side. We're ready to talk sports here on your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show on the Game Plus television network and also live streaming on YouTube. Hit a like. Tell all your friends the RP Show is live on this Tuesday with episode number 736. And with the moose still sunning himself in Hawaii over on the Big Island, we welcome into the program as co-host award-winning sports executive Lee Genye, the very popular Lee Genye. How you doing today, Lee? As always, fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, good good to have you. I know you're ready to talk sports. And uh, the guys won championships in the CFL, CEBL, NLL. <clears throat> the guy knows what he's talking about. There's a lot of things that we can get to today with Lee, and we will, but we've also got some special guests that, to be honest, I'm quite excited about. Uh, Shane Knighty, long-time friend of mine. He's the current Vegas Golden Knights uh, color commentator on television. Nides is going to be with us, the pride of Nipawa, Manitoba. And Jamie McCown, Calgary Flames Stanley Cup champion. I've never met Jamie McCown, so I have to tell you something, Lee. I'm a little... 
fanboy over here today with Jamie McCown coming down. Do you know him? I do. Great guy. Is he great, a great guy? Great guy. Good. Yeah, good, good, good. Well, they say never meet your heroes, but most heroes that I've met have, haven't let me down. I'm not saying Jamie McCown was a hero but he was a, of mine, but he's a huge member of the Stanley Cup champion Calgary Flames. So I'm looking forward to meeting him. That's coming up. Can we please hit the quick six show horn, please, uh, Director Jordan? When I mention Shane Knighty, this is not just your regular typical sports show because any noob can sit behind a microphone and talk about scores and, and stuff. I want to tell you a story, Lee, that I didn't even tell you. <clears throat> Saturday night when I was doing that sports banquet in Assiniboia Sask, this cowboy came up to me. And I could t- you could tell a cowboy, right? Like a real cowboy. Not a rhinestone urban cowboy. This guy had a CFR leather bomber jacket, big hat with an eagle feather out the back. And he says, Rod, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, I'm sorry, I don't. He says, my older brother, Jay Fitzpatrick, played on the Prince Albert Raiders. You were the radio guy. Jay was a saddle bronc rider and a junior hockey player, went on to play pro. He said, I was his little brother, and when we were in Moose Jaw, the Raiders were there. You came up. He goes, I was there to watch my brother with my family, and you said, he goes, I was about 10. You asked, do you want to ride on the bus with us to the restaurant? And you, I rode on the bus with the Prince Albert Raiders, and you, you invited me on. I never forgot it. And we, Shane Knighty was on that team, and Shane Knighty would have been on that bus trip. And I was just like, whoa, Lee, this is universe, small world. Oh. That he would remember this. Yeah, right. It was in 1993. Oh, great so Almost 30 years ago. Great man. Yeah, right? So, and then the, the tie-in on that was Chris Walby, who was the guest speaker that night, is in the Dickinson State University uh, Hall of Fame, and so is this rodeo cowboy, Fitzpatrick, the young, younger of the brothers, and he's in their Hall of Fame in rodeo. So how about that? Hit the horn again, please, Jordan, because I, I blew it. I was talking there and telling stories. Can you hit? Thank you. How about well, we'll, we'll see some real cowboys tonight. Tonight. That's right. Hey, we'll talk about the tarp auction coming up next segment. I want to get into uh, the sports topics here. And I'll, I'll get to the chat in a second. I appreciate everybody's all geeked up. And you're welcome to write in on the text line. You see the number on the screen, 902-518-3033. This is the most interactive show on television in North America. Daytime sports talk. It's, it's one of a kind. I'm going to start with the Blue Jays because I watched the whole game last night on Sportsnet. And George Springer answered booing fans with a two-run homer and an RBI double. And the Toronto Blue Jays made three sparkling defensive plays in a 3-0 victory over the Yankees Monday night. Alec Manoa struck out seven in six innings, helping the Blue Jays extend their Yankee Stadium win streak to five. Springer remains targeted by fans around the majors for his time on the 2017 championship. Houston Astros, who we all know were accused and found guilty of sign stealing on their way to the championship. Fans booed Springer at Yankee Stadium before and during each at-bat, and he finished a triple short of the cycle in the leadoff spot. And Jordan Romano earned his third save. Blue Jays' record 26th consecutive save. He's from Markham, Ontario. And uh, number nine batter Santiago Espinel had three singles for the Blue Jays. Let's just stop for a second here and let's examine this. I was doing a little work last night in the casino, Lee, and you're getting to know me. I just sit and I listen to people. You know what I mean? At the next table and sitting at the bar. I just listen. They were all talking about the Blue Jays. This country is getting swept up in the Blue Jays. And this isn't just in a pennant race. This is from opening weekend, man. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that's exciting about this, I'm watching the game going, these aren't the kids anymore. They're playing like vets. It's a veteran ball club. And if you remember, 
you and I talked about the early 90s yesterday. Yeah. What about 2015, 2016? I was in Rogers Center when they dropped the banner for the pen, winning the pennant in 2015, but that was Edwin Encarnacion, Kevin Pillar, Josh Donaldson, John Gibbons, Jose Bautista. They're all gone, Lee. I know. This is not the same team. No, it's a rebuilt team. And like you said, from, you know, from the start of the season, we, you know, we're not in October, we're not in September. So it's a beauty thing to see. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm sitting here going, where in Calgary can I get some Blue Jays gear? Where? I think probably Sportcheck would be my first. Oh, Sportcheck for sure. Anywhere else? Yeah. Champs? Champs. You know, you and I head to the mall later. Yeah, we got to go back to the mall again. We were there yesterday for taco time. How amazing was taco time yesterday? A little, a little taco time. Roddy and Lee having some taco. We had the exact same thing. Crisp meat burrito, beef and cheese burrito, Mexi fries, and of course the Diet Pepsi, because that would wipe out all the calories. So yeah, Blue Jays, let's go! Number two, there was only one NHL game last night, and uh, that makes it real easy for a squirrel like me to concentrate on. If Jenny Sveshnikov's third period goal lifted the Winnipeg Jets to a 4-2 win over the Montreal Canadiens at Bell Centre. Morgan Barron had a goal and a helper, while Paul Stastny also scored for Winnipeg. Adam Lowry added an empty netter, and Dylan Sandberg recorded two helpers. Starting in back-to-back games, Connor Hellebuck made 23 saves for the win. As for Montreal, Josh Anderson notched his 100th career goal, and Joel Armia scored against his former team. Samuel Montembeau Kept the Canadians in the game with 31 saves. Let's spend a minute on that for a second for all our Winnipeg viewers. I know they're all excited that they beat Montreal. But everybody beats Montreal. They're an American Hockey League team. So let's not get too excited about that. I saw Craig Button this morning on uh, SportsCenter, our good friend Craig Button, who said, Kyle Connor, every time he gets on the ice, is dangerous. And I thought, yes. For both teams. For both teams. Uh, So he leads the Jets with 85 points, and I get it, but I think it's over for Winnipeg. But you you get where the fans are coming from. They see them win, and they think they got a chance. Yeah. But I don't think they got a chance. Hey, they got hope. What do they say? If you're not selling wins, you better be selling hope. Hope. And a lot of snow coming into Winnipeg, so. Yeah, well, there's a little here, too. Is that... (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? Uh, hey, winter just doesn't want to go away, but sooner or later, it'll be gone. Um, some NHL notes as I move to point three. The NHL has suspended Pittsburgh Penguins forward uh, Evgeny Malkin four games for cross-checking Nashville defenseman Mark Barecki in the face on Sunday, right in the mind. The incident occurred at the end of the second period of Pittsburgh's 3-2 overtime win over Nashville. Malkin got a four-minute double minor at the time. He will forfeit $190,000 for it. Um, I don't get into NHL discipline, Lee, because I have no idea. You have a far better handle on how they handle it because you nailed the Austin Matthews. You said it would be two games, and then it was two games. I guess you figure four games was right. Yeah, I guess so. I think for Gay Malkin, for sure. I just have no uh, idea how they... $190,000. That's a big... Uh... A big uh, loss. That's nothing to sneeze at. No. No. Um, in Placeline, El Segundo, California, Los Angeles Kings defenseman Drew Doughty will miss the rest of the season after undergoing surgery on his wrist. The former Norris Trophy winner had surgery Monday, the team said. He's expected to be ready for training camp, but his absence damages the Kings' hopes of ending their three-year playoff drought. And that sucks. But for every other team in the Pacific Division, they're all going, yeah. 
because Doughty is their best player. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And uh, he's out for the year. And my other NHL note, I just want your take on this. I heard this when I was in Florida and the Montreal Canadiens had come through there. That Carey Price might actually play before the end of the year. And we were kicking it around a little bit on Monday. I'm not really sure that I see the point. They're out of it. He hasn't played all year. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just want to have a good look at him. You know, as you know, as going into next year, right? As you know, he's a great goalie. Um, obviously, he had some uh, off-season controversy, but I think they probably want to have a look at him before they head into the off-season. And I think it's a great thing if he if he if he plays. Yep. Well, that was the word. And I, again, I caught the tail end of what Button was saying on SportsCenter this morning. And he's like, hey, if I'm an NHL team that's this close and I need a goalie, I might make a call to Montreal. This is for next season, of course, because the trade deadline has passed. But the last I looked, he makes $10.5 million a year. He's got four years left on his deal. And let's be honest, we don't need to dance around it. He went to a treatment center for substance abuse, recovery, and mental health concerns. Not a big deal. I've been through the exact same thing. And came out the other side. So I'm pulling for Carey Price. I guess my point is, what does he need to prove to anybody? He's one of the greatest goalies in Montreal Canadiens history. And that's saying something. I don't think he needs to play this year. It's a little like Tiger Woods saying he only wants to play in big tournaments. If that's what Tiger wants, that's what Tiger gets. If Carey Price wants to play one game this year, let him. But if he doesn't, I don't think he should be forced to go into the net either. No, I think it's just showing that he's come through the other side and he can still play net. Like, that's, that's what that is all about. He might come back better than ever. That's usually... Superman. I know I did. That's usually how it goes. Clear, clearly. Well, <laughs> exactly. You're getting the best me every day. But, as Butts said, Craig Button, look at Marc-Andre Fleury. He's older than Carey Price. And it's coming off of Vezina Trophy season. So, Carey Price ain't done. He ain't done no. by a long shot. And I don't, think, I don't think Montreal would even want to get rid of him. Um, just why do I do this? Jumping into the chat. Ted in Red Deer says, Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins have done a great job of the Blue Jays' rebuild. They have, and I'll applaud them for that because I was such a fan of Alex Anthopoulos. And for that matter, John Gibbons. Both are gone, and I, I, I didn't like to see them go, but you can't argue with what they've done here. Uh, Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, says, The annoying thing about Toronto sports, no other market gets the victory parade organized after day one of play. Since the national media is located there, the rest of us Canadians have to put up with it. That's exactly it. It's just like New York and the States, so deal with it, Don. But I appreciate you joining us uh, here every day for what we talk about. From Andrew Stute, Quebecer, watching the show, Rod, they want to see what they have and make decisions for next year. Looks like he's going to play on Wednesday. Well, that's good. It's good. Um, uh, but again, what does Carey Price have to prove? Nothing. Jeff, the Stamps fan, regarding the wintry conditions, he says, we are all getting a first-hand experience this morning on why the CFL can't start earlier in the spring. I don't want to start arguing, but what's the difference between playing with snow now or playing with snow at the end of the year? I'd rather play with it now. Yeah, you, FC plays, you know, long. In this? Yeah. So, you know, I don't think that's a valid argument. I move the season up. 
Like, you know, if, if, you know, like I say, I think this is an anomaly, is getting a little bit of snow right now. I mean, it's some of the coldest temperatures, believe it or not, in, in the world right now as on a whole. So um, this is an anomaly. So I would, I would definitely move it up. Absolutely. Yes. And that's the thing. I don't feel like getting in an argument with Jeff the Stamps fan. No. One day we'll meet and uh, we'll, we'll hash everything out. But it's currently minus 10 here in the gateway to the foothills. But I've been part of football games in this city when it was minus 27. You were there. Uh, it was the 2010 West Final. And I'd rather have training camp in this. Let's get the Americans toughened up now. And then play the Grey Cup in September. But anyways, I appreciate the thought, Jeff. Um, two minutes left on this point. I know it's going to have to carry over into the next segment. Lee's won Pro Basketball Championship, so I want his opinion on this. I moved into point uh, four here. For the second time this season, Raptors guard forward Scotty Barnes has been named the NBA Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month. He took the honor after averaging 16.6 points, 7.6 rebounds uh, since March 1st. He was also named Rookie of the Month in February. He's just the fourth Raptor to receive the award multiple times. And the Lakers have fired Frank Vogel. He won a championship with the Lakers. He's the first member of the organization to take the fall for one of the most disappointing seasons in NBA history. He was fired exactly 18 months after he led the Lakers to the franchise's 17th title in his first season in charge. Uh, Lakers finished 33 and 49 this year and missed the playoffs. I don't understand how they would say that was one of the most disappointing seasons in NBA history. They had 33 wins. Maybe in Lakers history, there is a difference. But we can kick this around for a bit. But Raptors, 76ers, they're meeting in round one. The NBA playoffs actually begin tonight with a play in round games. Uh, our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is who will win Raptors or 76ers? Let me call it up here on the big board what we've got. So far, Capital Auto Mall with, uh, with uh, dealerships all across the prairies, including here in Calgary. 59% of respondents saying the Raptors will win round one. They won the season series three games to one. They're the lower seed in, this, in, this, in the matchup. Your thoughts on this series, Lee? Yeah, I love that they're going, <clears throat> going in as underdogs. And uh, like I said, they, they took the season series 3-1, and I think they're going to come out and play with a lot of heart. And they're in the perfect spot. Right? They're, they're heading in there underdogs, and um, they're, they're going to be fired up, so I love it. We got them right where we want them. We got them right where we want them. Well, listen, you're going to hear some Raptors talk now because I said I get interested come playoff time. I'm a little early on the scene with the Blue Jays, man, but I enjoyed watching the game last night. I enjoyed it a lot. A lot of that has to do with the broadcasters, too, Buck Martinez and Tabby. They're great. But when we come back, we've got some CFL stuff to get to, some NFL stuff to get to we will uh, dip our toe back into the chat we'll open up the text line see what they got to say in there we're broadcasting live from the gray eagle event center in the gateway to the foothills and you're watching on game plus tv youtube live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed Great Eagle Resort and Casino, the place to be, as always, Calgary's entertainment destination. Uh, 
Um, jumping into the chat here, uh, Lee Genier, Ryan Shotgun with us, award-winning sports executive. And on the way, Shane Knighty of the Vegas Golden Knights television crew and Jamie McCown, Stanley Cup champion with the Calgary Flames. Um, yeah, Fanboy's going to come out. You're going to see Fanboy come out here with Jamie McCown. Uh, the debate is how cold it is here. <laughs> not that it's, listen, we're Canadians. It's not that big a deal. But people are a little owlily. It's minus 10 Celsius. I don't know what that works out to Fahrenheit. And the snow is on the ground. And people are sort of talking about this is why they shouldn't move the season up. Jack Fulton here in Calgary. Well, actually, Volga in Alberta writes in. He says, Rod, the difference of playing in the snow now or fall is about 20 degrees. Yeah, I agree. So let's do it now. I, think, I, I would like to think Jack is agreeing with me. Jason in Red Deer says, agreed, Rod. Start the CFL first week of May. There's a lot of questions coming in about that. Christine, my cousin in Medicine Hat, says, yes, more Raptors talk. More Raptors friends on the show. Um, and, and, we, I, and we will. And, and we're going to. And I see Zach in Calgary saying, Rod, do you think that Nick Nurse is going to go to the Lakers or stay with the Raptors? I'm not dealing with that until this playoff runs over when the Raptors are out they might win another championship here I'm not going to talk about their coach leaving leave that up for the insiders who don't actually know anyways it's talking up their butt most times and Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says I love to see the CFL start the first week of May and end up around Halloween that's from Darren in Salt Lake City so you guys are smell what the rock's cooking here what we're cooking. By the way, did you watch the Young Rock episode on his time with the Stampeders? I did. Yeah. Was it accurate? Yeah, I mean, to some degree, yes and no. I mean, there's the everything's always embellished, right? Those I was I worked with the Rock. I was there. I was down the hall. I used to pass my my office every day. So um, you know, they had a very um, interesting looking Wally. Let's put it that way. Um, and Flutie. And Flutie, like it was good. Like, Listen, I mean, I, I worked with all those guys, and uh, so I remember it was like, like it was yesterday. So it was kind of interesting to, to watch the episode and go, uh, but you see the embellishments. I was trying to find who was playing me in it, so. Who would it have been? I don't know, probably like Brad Pitt or <laughs> young Brad I said Pitt. the guy <laughs> from uh, no. uh, Lethal Weapon. I got to find his, you, you, you didn't agree with me. Not Mel Gibson, another guy. Listen, it is daytime sports talk. We're getting off the rails today, and that's totally fine. It's a lot of fun. I will point out that there are 14 games in the National Hockey League tonight, including the Seattle Kraken here in Calgary, but we're not going to it. Lee and I are going to the Calgary Stampede Tarp Auction, and I can't wait, and I've got my wardrobe all planned for it. But let me just say, I don't know what the politically correct term is now for a small person, but they found a dwarf to play Doug Flutie in Young Rock. I don't know who this guy was. I don't think you can say midget anymore. I think little you can people. say... That's little people. Is that what it's supposed to be? Little people? Yeah, um, Flutie's not that small. I've been around. No. He's not that small. 5'9"? 5'10"? Five, 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 That's not that small, Lee. No. What's Russell Wilson? Yeah, same. Not much bigger than that. No. No. But the guy in the Young... Like, Flutie has always been characterized as this tiny little guy, and he's not that little. No, and that's what I mean. They were embellishing so much in this show, right? Like, I was impressed, though, that they had Stampeder helmets. Like, they didn't... Yeah. They went all in. It was good. They did, but they didn't obviously come here to film it, I don't know. No, no, not at all. Yeah, so anyways, to the CFL, 
discussion. Apologies to our American hockey friends that say they don't like this discussion. It is a Canadian show, and that's what the viewers want to talk about today. We talk about what you want to talk about. And there's a couple of things. Um, one, there's an article posted to rodpeterson.com right now about CFL collective bargaining agreement talks. And I never really, I don't look into it this much. But it's important, I think, to note, Lee, that the, what they are talking about right now is this naturalized Canadian concept, whereby if you're an American player coming to Canada, and let's say you play with one team for, let's just say, four years, you automatically have Canadian status. I never thought about this before, but I guess the Canadian players are bucking this. They don't want it because it'll mean the absence or lessening of Canadian jobs in the CFL. Abs. What do you think? Yeah, I, w- I would agree with the Canadian players. Right? I mean, there's only so many spots on those nine teams. So you don't want to take any more, any more away um, from the Canadian players. Like, I mean, so you're against naturalized Canadians? Abs- yeah, absolutely. You're not alone. Clearly, there's a lot of people that are against it, but it just ticks me off a little bit, and this seems to be a CFL thing. What is best for the CFL? Can you answer me that? Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, every, you know, you've got 500 universities in the U.S., so you've got a ton of talent and players coming out of there. Um, so, yeah, you know, you're going to have uh, at positions, you know, better talent coming out of the U.S., but again... You're talking about the CFL. So it, it is going to be some give and take about promoting Canadians and Canadians in the game as opposed to bringing in, you know, uh, Americans to play those. So, you know, when was the last time we saw a great Canadian quarterback, right? Bob Torrance? I didn't. Here? Yeah. A great Canadian quarterback. Would, 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 would we put our friend Brandon Bridge in that category? Which reminds me, Clark. I don't know if I ever asked. Let's try and get a hold of Brandon Bridge because he's such a cool dude. I love that guy. And he's yeah. now a cop uh, in the Toronto area. Yeah. And he is, he, is he still, people help me out. Is he still the last Canadian to start a game in the CFL at quarterback? I'd love to get Brandon Bridge on. Air Canada. Man. Days when the CFL was great. And that's not that the CFL isn't great now, but here's my problem with what's going on. Walby and I talked about it Saturday night. Walby said when he was a player rep 40 years ago with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, they were talking about the naturalized Canadian then. They've never done it, and I'm kind of tired of it. And when the CFL comes back, you and I have discussed this, this season, nothing has changed. Same nine teams, same rules, same personnel, same everything. They fought tooth and nail against change, and guess what, guys? You got it. Absolutely. Bravo. Bravo. No new 10th team. Nothing's changed. The only thing I've you know, heard is the Genius Sports um, Partnership, which hasn't really have any teeth to it. I mean, right now, anyways, I haven't seen much. So right now, I would be marketing the hell out of uh, the CFL everywhere. Like I say, some teams are doing a really good job of it. Um, when I was in the CFL, that's all we did was we went everywhere. We uh, built relationships, and that's why we were sold out. So um, it's interesting that teams, like I said, it, it it's not rocket science. It's just that, about going out and doing the work. And, and I don't see know, them doing that. Building fans. Uh, league-wide. Uh, by the way, Tacona Pauli, thank you for this. He's watching in Winnipeg. He says, hasn't Nathan Rourke started a game? I believe he has. There was all that buildup last year. 
week one at Saskatchewan when BC yeah, was there, and it was supposed to be Mike Riley. So Nathan Rourke is the last Canadian to start a game at quarterback in the Canadian Football League. So, yeah, there you go. Jason Aredier says the same thing. Thank you. That's yeah. why we all do this together. Yeah, fans keep us on our toes. Yeah, that's, I'm okay with it. I don't that's mind, fair. which reminds me. Victor Kui, the president of the Edmonton Elks, is hosting a, I think it's an online forum called Ask Me Anything, and he extended a personal invest, uh, in, invitation to the Rod Peterson show to attend it. And I'm thinking, the ball's on this guy. There's not a lot of leaders that would stand at the front of a room and go, ask me anything. Most are too afraid to answer. Victor don't care. That's good. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm, impressed. Uh, yeah, I'm impressed with the guy. I really am. I'm absolutely impressed with Victor Queen. And like I said, sitting around some stands, people, I told him, I probably am going to be an Elks fan this year. Because of Chris Jones and my guy, Duran. And Victor Queen's been so good to us. And they're like, what about us? I'm like, you got to sell me. You send Dave, Dave Dickinson and Bo down here, and, we'll, and then we'll talk. We got a shot. But right now, the Edmonton Elks, they're winning. They're winning. My next sixth and final point, before we move on to whatever the heck, do you miss the NFL? And the reason I say that, Lee, was it been a couple weeks since they were even in the top of mind? But I was just reminiscing about Super Bowl. Laying in bed last night, thinking about meeting Michael Irvin and Solomon Wilcots and Ron Jaworski, being around all those guys. And people say, oh, the NFL's impersonal, the CFL, Grey Cup's better. No. You know what? I miss uh, NFL. Like, yes. Th this past season, one, was a spectacular season. Like, this, the games, the hype around it, everything was great. Um, you know, I think people want to um, demonize the NFL. It, it's, it's a great game as well. So. I know CFL fans, but I've been a CFL fan. I've been an NFL fan. So well, you can't I be love a fan of both. Both, right? But the question is, do you miss the NFL? And what I mean by that is I got up Sunday morning, as I said, in my hotel in Assiniboia after doing that event, turn on the television, and the F1 race is on. And I'm such a newbie to it, I thought it was live. I didn't realize, as you said, it was actually at 2 in the morning. Who cares? But I thought most Sundays I would be up having a coffee. Theo's special coffee. Watching the playmaker, my new buddy, Kurt Warner, Mooch, all the guys, right? You get yeah. used to that. And then it's gone. Those pregame shows are better than the games a lot of times. And I guess my question is, do you miss the NFL? Because I'm frankly missing the NFL right now. And the draft isn't getting it done for me. Especially not this year with the absence of, like, we had the five top fight flight quarterbacks last year. I actually got into that. Well, but, yeah, it, it is. It is. I mean, 600,000 people show up for the draft at this party. So right. that shows you the, the mechanism that it is, right? So, yeah, I, I, I miss the NFL. It is, look what, it, what it's done. So, um, but it will be back. Yeah, it'll be back sooner than later, for sure. But that's the less is more thing. It's only a six-month season. I think people forget that. But, but because they're so evident or so visible in the offseason. Listen, from Jack, and people, can we make a little noise on the text line here? 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text RP and LG. 902-518-3033. From Jack, whose tarp will bring more money tonight? Kurt Benzmiller or hometown favorite Jason Glass? My money's on Kurt. 
This is this auction. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into tonight. They're auctioning off canvases for the chuck wagons. Lee's taking me. I can't wait. Want to take a stab at who uh, brings in more money tonight? Jesus, uh, you know, because they didn't race last year. Like, I mean, the kind of the field's kind of open right now, right? Uh, both am- amazing riders, drivers there. So, um, he's, it, it'd be a toss-up at this point. So, we'll I'll, find I'll, I'll out. Go, I'll go with uh, Jason Glass. Watch my social media at Rod Peterson Official or Lee's, which is World Adventurer. 69. You might want to uh, update that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. World Adventurer 69. We're going to be at this thing tonight, and uh, I just can't wait. And the Calgary Stampede people are now watching the program on Game Plus and YouTube. And, and they're hosting I, us tonight. Like, yes. You know, they're great friends. I, so. love, I love the new experiences. But I did a dinner. Lastly, before we break, and I'll let you go and bring in Nides in Paradise Hill, Saskatchewan with Buddy Benz Miller. And Daryl Sutter and Brian Sutter and Rachel Homan. And uh, Buddy Benz Miller told the story of having to spend $25,000 on a stomach surgery for a horse of his that was like a child. <laughs> and he said to his wife, In the hospital, the animal hospital, can I spend this 25000 And she turned around and walked out because she knew he was going to spend it. That's how much these guys love the horses. Hey man, if you you know, whenever you have a pet, no matter what it is, you're paying it twenty five grand. And if, yeah, oh, yeah. buddy Ben's Miller, is he going to be there tonight? Probably, yeah. What if he'll remember me? We'll see you in hour two. How Lee. could he not? How could he not? Yeah, I'll be dressed a little differently. Shane Knighty of the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team, joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network. Live streaming on YouTube, and of course, you can always find the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is the RP Show. Live from beautiful Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Promotional consideration brought to you in part by Tough Tribe for Men, part of the clean beauty for men industry available at toughtribeformen.com. That is the number four. On the way, Jamie McCown, Stanley Cup champion with the Calgary Flames and 1128 NHL game veteran. And it's game day here tonight. Flames home to the Kraken, as I mentioned. The Vegas Golden Knights, if, if we can bring in their television color commentator, our good and longtime friend Shane Knighty, they're at Vancouver. Knights, good to see you, my man. I can only assume you're in Vancouver getting ready for the game. Does this have yeah. the playoff feel tonight for the Golden Knights? Oh, certainly. You know, you think of the implication each and every night these points carry for this team uh yeah it's huge they've been they've been in mode like this for a while now they've won six or lost seven their only blip and kind of hiccup came against the canucks uh an effort the coaching staff the players weren't happy with uh you know they, they've seen vancouver a lot here for whatever reason uh, at the end of the year this will be their third game i think in the last five um five or six so um huge game huge points each and every night uh, i think you know they They've been winning a lot, but uh, finally got a little bit of help. Big loss by the Kings. The Kings losing a few in a row. So uh, I think for them, they're looking, trying to 
whatever way they can get into playoffs, or maybe that third position in the Pacific is uh, is one they're eyeing up. Nides, I got to pause this for a second. This is going to bring a smile to your face. I did a banquet Saturday night in Assiniboia. Okay. Guy came up to me, a cowboy, and he goes, "You don't remember me, do you?" And I <laughs> said, "Nope." He goes, "I'm Jay Fitzpatrick's little brother." And uh, you brought me onto wow. the bus to ride with the team from the rink in Moose Jaw over to the restaurant. I'll never forget it. And we talked about you, Nides. And he goes, you know, we never thought that he'd make it to the NHL. I said, neither did I. 550 <laughs> games later, a Stanley Cup ring. Nides, how did you do it? Let's, let's be honest, man. You weren't a high draft pick or anything like that. What what's this, was the secret no. to your longevity in a championship in the NHL? Well, I'll get to that in a second, but it's funny you bring up running into somebody. In the last two months, I've ran into Shane Zeliniak, Caleb Toth, and uh, Van Drunen called me. He was in, so three guys I hadn't heard from or seen in 20 years. So uh, pretty interesting when I go back to that PA Raider team. Um, you know what? It's a really good question because I think, and it's like anything when I talk to kids now, you know, it starts with a belief in yourself. And You've got to build a certain belief and, you know, you've got to have everything behind. And, and I think work ethic was probably one of my things. And then realizing what it's going to take to get there, understanding a role that you've got to position yourself in to be successful. So the belief factor really didn't happen for me, maybe until it was after my junior career. And, uh, you know, I told the story, I was drafted Buffalo, nothing happened. I went to Chicago Blackhawks camp after my 20 year old year. I uh, came home. I was talking about going to either Acadia or University of Alberta. And a guy named Pierre McGuire called me to come play with a new team in Baton Rouge in the East Coast League. He was the head coach then. And I flew down there. And for whatever reason, it just renewed my confidence. I was at the lowest of lows, thought I was going the wrong way, played well. I, I remember my first in the preseason, I fought a guy named Kevin Evans, who was kind of He's kind of like the Oglethorpe of the, the East Coast League, the all time penalty minute leader. And I was 20, and, you know, I. I beat him in the first fight, so I had to fight him again. And all of a sudden, just confidence came. Pierre Maguire loved me. Uh, and I'll never forget, I had a great start to the year, and he's the first guy I said. And for me, it meant a lot. This was a guy, at that point in my career, you know, he'd coached in Pittsburgh. He'd been part of a cup team as an as a NHL coach. And he pulled me aside, and I'll forget this by the bus. He says, kid, you can make it. He says, I'm telling you, you can make a lot of money in this game one day. I don't know about a lot, but anyways, he said you could make it. <laughs> and it was the first time I'd, I'd heard anybody kind of reestablish what I always believed, but to hear that reinforced. And then, yeah, I went up to St. John. Certainly there was a ton of obstacles along the way, but it's about a belief, putting in the work, and then really understanding. I knew, you know, when I Ottawa traded for my rights, I was part of Detroit in their minor league that Ottawa didn't have that physical presence. I think at that time, Lance Pitlick in the 99-2000 season, you know, he left. And they didn't have a defenseman that could come in and play that style. And, you know, I understood that needed to be my role, needed to be, you know, reliable defensively, somebody who could still move the puck, but uh, be physical. And, and that became my role. I established it in Ottawa. And uh, thankful enough with that, I uh, had a lot of great leaders, so I learned how to lead, how to be a part, good teammate and what it took to win so uh you know a lot of those things combined but certainly uh you've got you've got to believe in yourself and you've got to you've got to have the mental toughness uh if you're not a high draft pick to fight through a lot of hurdles a lot of obstacles that come along the way 
Well, that's why I want you to take as much time as you need to tell that story because it's a fantastic one and a couple things on that. My dad loved Pierre Maguire. He takes so much flack, and I don't know why. My dad <laughs> thought he was the greatest guy. Uh, Zinger, I'm guessing, was calling you for tickets. Let's just leave it there. And with Baton Rouge, um, I see you had three goals and 10 assists in 21 games, so you had a little offense there too. So anyways, Nides, I remember seeing you in the press box. Are they media room in the bell center of montreal the best hot dogs in the nhl and i was just i think you were hurt that night you weren't playing but it was so nice to see you anyways thanks for the story yeah. and back on point just take me through this season for the golden knights and how frustrating it must have been are, are we putting it all on injuries is that is that the mantra well, i don't th i think every team has injuries um you know but at some point you know it's a reality and the reality is they just got Patch ready. He's missed 43 games this year. Mark Stone is a game-time decision for tonight. He's missed 45 games. So, you know, just those two guys alone, let's not, you know, Carlson's missed six weeks. McNabb's missed six weeks. Uh, Martinez, arguably their best all-around defenseman last year, missed four and a half months. Uh, you know, Zach Whitecloud's been out. Nick Haig, who's a young defender. You can go through their bottom six guys, Carrier, Howden, Nolan Patrick, the poor kid just can't you know, get healthy in his career. I thought this could be a resurgence. So, you know, you go up and down. But let's just, you know, let's just start with Patrick and Stone. So you, you go around any team and you take their top goal scorer and their top point guy from the previous season and take them out for 40-plus games and let me know how they survive. You, you, you go around, you take your pick. You want to take McDavid Dreisaitl. Do you want to go to the Jets and take, you know, Connor and Shifley out for that length? Do you want to, you know, you can go Calgary, take out Gaudreau and Lindholm. Uh, Colorado, McKinnon, Rontanen. It, you, know, you just you take that out; it's a massive hit. So I think the fact that they're in the hunt here, it'd still be disappointing if they don't make playoffs. No, no question. This is a deep team, and they they've got to find a way. Uh, you know, they they missed their number one goalie for a long time, and Robin Leonard, uh, Logan Thompson, basically became a kid that uh, talk about a guy that you know played for the Wheat Kings that's come out of nowhere. Brock University a few years ago wins AHL Goalie of the Year, and now. He kind of came in at a point that they needed to win games, and uh, he's the guy that was able to do it with uh, both Brossois and Leonard Hurt. So, uh, you know, there's been some real good stories to it. They, they fought through some adversity, and I think it's the type of team, if they can get in, they could be dangerous because they've been in playoff mode for a long time. They scratched, they clawed, and, and they're already set where other teams kind of have to, you know, you, you – Every other year with the Golden Knights, they just get in. The last few games, it's about gearing up for playoffs. So they're already geared up. They're ready to go. They just got to get there. Hey, we're out of we're absolutely. Hey, we only we're out of time, but I need to take a minute on this. What is your assessment of Jack Eichel since he laced him up for the first time? Just, just, just constantly improving. I'll tell you what, Rod and anybody. You know, I've realized this a long time. You really get a privilege in a. Uh, appreciation for a player when you watch him day in day out and and the things he does are special his straw i didn't know he was that fast that powerful it's a different looking fast than say a mckinnon or a mcdavid but it's just as efficient and it's powerful his, he's got like a toe flick off his stride he has gone his reach his ability to to hang on to the puck and this is a guy who's missed you know last year but two years of hockey the way the world's worked um, so he's come on six goals in his last seven games. You're really starting to see how elite he is. And, and, uh, you know, he hasn't really played, you know, he's kind of found a little chemistry with Dodonoff, who was traded, but ended up not being. So it's kind of a good thing. Um, and 
and his minutes. He wasn't a, they weren't able to ease him in. So now he's getting some more insulation around, and I think that's helped his game elevate as he's gotten more and more comfortable and more up to being Jack Eichel of old after missing so much time. He is a special, special player. Uh, thanks for the update, Nides, and thanks for the time. Love your work. Keep it up, man. Good luck getting into the playoffs. Always good to see you, Roddy. All right, thanks, man. Take care. Thanks, pal. Golden Knights TV analyst Shane Knighty. We'll be back with Taco Time viewer takeover right after this. You're watching the RP Show live from Calgary's Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV. Live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is Taco Time viewer takeover. For our friends at Taco Time, where it is Taco Tuesday, $2 tacos means your biggest decision is hard shell or soft, beef or veggie. Lee and I both opted for beef yesterday at Taco Time, Chinook Center. Uh, but we have some business to take care of. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is who wins round one, Raptors or 76ers? The Raptors are honestly favored despite the fact that they are the fifth seed and they're going to open on the road. 65% of you saying the Toronto Raptors are going to win round one against the 76ers. A lot of viewers from Winnipeg chiming in. They enjoyed the interview with Shane Knighty. Um, but Randy from the peg says injuries crushed Vegas this year, but a healthy Vegas look out for them in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to get in Dallas and Nashville are just playing too well. Vegas is not, and they're still too beat up. And wouldn't that be something for Vegas to miss the playoffs for the first time? Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, nice to see Jack Eichel getting his career back on track. There's no doubt about that. And I'd like to see him play live. I don't think that I have. Hopefully catch Vegas before this is all over. Uh, Wayne and Victoria regarding Shane Knighty's very inspirational story to the NHL. He says, it's fun to hear from a hardworking, down-to-earth player. It also proves that hard work and talent combined is dynamite. Well done. I agree. A sports update on this Tuesday. Uh, the Western Hockey League announced that Kelowna Rockets forward Colton Dock has been named WHL Player of the Week. The Chicago Blackhawks prospect led all WHL skaters with 10 points in four outings with the Rockets this past season. His older brother Kirby, of course, plays with the Chicago Blackhawks. Colton, a product of St. Albert, Alberta. Lethbridge Hurricanes goalie Brian Thompson's been named goalie of the week. Thompson turned aside 44 of 46 shots he faced, went 2-0, and and a 1.00 goals against. Uh, the Calgary Flames look for a fifth straight win tonight when they host the expansion. Seattle cracking on a very busy night in the NHL. Flames enter the contest with a seven-point lead over the Oilers atop the Pacific. They've played one fewer game. The Oilers are at Minnesota tonight. It's part of a 14-game slate. The Blue Jays continue a four-game series with the New York Yankees tonight. George Springer drove in all the game's runs as Toronto beat New York 3-0 last night to kick off their first road series of the season. Yusei Kikuchi's penciled the start for the Jays tonight. The NBA playoffs kick off this evening with the start of the play-in tournaments. In the East, the Brooklyn Nets host the Cleveland Cavaliers, while in the West, the Minnesota Timberwolves welcome the L.A. Clippers. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. 
The winners will claim the seventh playoff seed in their respective conferences. The losers will still have a chance to play for the eighth seed. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings to the 902 text line. We got some have come in there. Jack watching in Vulcan, Alberta says, uh, I'm pumped. Talk to Alex Singleton. I'm heading to Denver to watch Alex play early in the season. Hey, uh, Jack, maybe I'll jump in your suitcase with you. I'd love to go to Denver. From Todd in Red Deer, he says, I say it all the time to my friends. The RP Show has the best in-depth interviews. The Shane Knighty interview was great. Full Vegas wrap-up and a great story. Way to go, guys. Thank you, Todd and Red Deer, for noticing. Friendships, hockey, that's what it's all about. Jamie McCowan, Flames Great, coming up next. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.